Hey guys, we are live on Instagram. Welcome to whoever is joining us there. And we are also live on Facebook as well. Now today is all about Spartan race training. We have recorded quite a few English language podcasts recently, so we'll be getting those out over the next few weeks. And this is something we definitely want to do more regularly as well. So in the last few episodes and in the ones coming up, we've talked about nutrition, how often you should train. But today is all about a big event that's coming up in November, and that is the Spartan race. So it's in Phuket on the 27th of November. We are putting together a team at base, and we'd really love for you guys to join that team. We think it's really good to have a goal, to have something to aim for, and Spartan race is perfect for that, but we only have six weeks until it kicks off. So if you're gonna join, now is definitely the time to make a move. Now, I'm joined today by Coach Jeff. How are you doing today? Good. Yep, great to be here once again. Excellent. So I think first of all, let's start off with what is the Spartan race? So some people are not quite sure. Uh, they might have seen some videos, some things on Instagram. But first of all, let's start with what is it? Uh, so my definition of it, and I think most people's, is going to be uh, some type of run. Uh, 5K, 10K, they have the supers, which I think are like up to 20K, something like that. Uh, with a set number of obstacles. There's a lot of common obstacles that you'll experience in both of them. The 10K will have a few extra obstacles, uh, but I think the 10K this year is 25 obstacles, if I remember yes, correctly. Correct. They're roughly yeah. the same amount of obstacles, actually, the 5K and the 10K. Yeah, I think it's 20K, or uh, sorry, 20 obstacles for the 5K and then 25 obstacles for the 10K. Mm. So I think quite a bit more running in the 10K, obviously. Yeah, that's basically what it means. If you're doing the 10K, there's gonna be more running. And just before lockdowns, I had the opportunity to do one in Taiwan, and there was actually about a three or four kilometer stint with no obstacles. It's quite a bit. But it went through the jungle, which was really cool. It was really fun. So it kind of went up onto this hill, then you had to run down. So you had to kind of march up, mm. and then sort of like jog down, but you couldn't really go too far. So although there were no obstacles, it was still, pretty yeah. tough and still pretty testing. So there could be some curveballs like that thrown on the day as well. Okay, so we've got 5K, we've got 10K, and you can choose whichever one's best for you. How do we know, Jeff, which one people should choose if they're thinking of joining? Uh, if it's your first um, uh, adventure race, as they call them, or uh, obstacle, obstacle course, course race, race yeah. yeah. <laughs> if it's your first one of those, I would probably recommend, unless you're a, a marathon runner or a distance runner, uh, so if you're, if you're new to running, if you're not very experienced with any kind of obstacle course race, I would certainly sign up for the 5K. Uh, I would try to make sure you have at least a base uh, amount of fitness or running before you sign up for it. It can be pretty grueling unless you're really good at burpees. I uh, probably wouldn't worry too much, then you can just go for it. If you've Why got, is that the case? Why do you need to be good at burpees? If you miss one of the obstacles, which some of them can be pretty tough. I mean, there's a rope climb, there's monkey bars, uh, which typically aren't hard in a controlled environment, but when you're in a race, you're fatigued, they're wet, it gets to be extremely tough. So if you miss one of, the, one of those obstacles, you end up having to do burpees, and it's 30 burpees. So that can take quite a amount of time, quite a, quite a bit of energy. Yep. So you certainly wanna make sure you have a pretty solid level of fitness before you jump into it. Um, but anyway, yeah, to, to get to the point, uh, if you're confident in it, you, if you don't know what a Spartan race is, you're probably better off doing the 5K. Mm, I mm. think most people will know jumping into it. If you're not sure, ask yourself, you know, can I do 10K comfortably? Can I do even 13K comfortably? If so, then 
you could probably do well signing up for the 10K if yep. you have some decent upper body fitness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think it's worth saying as well that there's kind of two types of people that do Spartan race. So we have the kind of racer, competitive, and there's actually an, it's called an open that you would join. And so the idea of that is that you don't really get help from people. You do everything yourself. So if you're climbing up over a wall, no one's gonna help you over. And that's for kind of the more competitive type. Maybe they've done Spartan race training before, but also it's worth mentioning for sure that there's another way to do it, which is just kind of have fun, get around the course, mm -hmm. help each other out. You know, I've seen people that were struggling with the monkey bars. Someone would come underneath and kind of mm -hmm. get them on their shoulders a little bit. If you can't climb over an obstacle, your team can help you up as well. So don't be put off by the competitive sort of element or the fact that it is tough because people do this as a team and they kind of make sure that they get through the obstacles together. I've seen people from all levels of fitness have fun and compete. It is fun, yeah. And if you go into it with that mentality, you definitely want to sign up for the open. Mm. So you want to do the open category if you're going there to have fun, going with a group of friends. Uh, but just be, you know, forewarned, if you're more of the competitive type, you definitely want to look at more of the age category and, and sign up for that. There tends to be cues at the obstacles for the open category. The age category, they're a little bit more um, you know, focused and set on getting through those obstacles. So, so the opens for everybody, the age right. category is like the more competitive, is that right? Correct, yeah. Okay, okay. So when you're yeah, signing up, you can decide which one you want to do. What kind of obstacles can we expect at Spartan? Um, so you're going to be expecting um, the rings. You know, you have the, the rings attached to a rope that you have to swing from. Uh, monkey bars, I think these are the most inf infamous ones. The monkey bars, the rope climb, there's a wall climb. Uh, there's it's kind a, of like a sideways wall climb, right? There's, there's one where yes, you climb, there's quite right, a few where yeah. you climb over and then yeah. they have kind of like a rock climbing sideways right. one. I, I forgot about that one as well. Yeah, there's a sidewall uh, climb. Uh, there's an atlas carry where you're going to be carrying a big heavy concrete ball for quite some distance. There was one where we had to fill up a bucket of rocks mm. and carry a big bucket of rocks. That was um, quite annoying and painful. There's no handles or anything, so it's not that easy. And then there was the one, a lot of people struggled with this one where you're sitting on the ground and you have to pull mm, a rope mm. with a big heavy weight on one end and you have to pull it all the way up to this big scaffolding, the top of the scaffolding thing. And it's quite a distance. And they have a male weight and a female weight. And if you're a lighter male, I remember it was pulling a lot of the males up off the ground. So you really got to kind of learn to plant yourself on the ground and use that upper body strength to pull that rope down. That was, that was pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of people just gave up on it and, and did the burpees. Mm. Those are the ones that I can recall. Again, there's 25, so there's quite a few. Some are small, uh, some are a little bit easier. There's the fire jump at the end. That's <laughs> more for the photo op. Uh, there was the lake swim. Yeah. You remember that yeah. one? So it had that the was, rope. That was quite a unique one. So yeah, we did one a few years ago with the base Spartan team and there was a lake that you basically had to swim through, but yep. there was kind of a rope that you could pull yourself as well. Yep. That was cool, yeah. that was cool. And of course you come out soaking wet and it kind of makes the next few Completely. miles quite hard yeah. because everything is weighed down a lot. One of the most notorious obstacles and certainly one of the hardest is the spear throw. Oh, so yeah. that's the one that I've never yep. actually got. I think I've done about four or five Spartan races and to be mm. honest, never even really got close. I've watched yep. a whole ton of YouTube videos on how to do it, uh, but it's, it's very, very difficult and it almost feels like a big luck element to a it. Bit. And hard to practice, right? I was about How to do you practice a spear yeah, throw? Yeah, we're not taking PVC pipes and throwing them across the room. Like <laughs> it's, it's, and it's a pretty heavy spear. That was another thing. Uh, whenever I did the open one year, there was the spear throw and you get one try. You, you pick the spear up, you launch it. If you miss, you do burpees. If you make it, you're good. 
people were trying it over and over and over again, and it was creating quite a long queue. You're supposed to only get one you try get on one that one. throw, yeah. that's it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, keep that in mind. There's more, of, uh, there's more judges watching during the age category. So again, if you have that competitiveness in you, which the year I did the Open, I, I regretted it pretty quickly. I get a little bit competitive. So uh, just keep that in mind. There's going to be people having fun a little bit slower. Mm. But that is a tough one. You're absolutely yep. right. Yeah. There's lots of videos on YouTube. Spartan has a course. I think it's called Ring the Bell or Tap the Bell because at the end of the obstacles, you hit a bell. So do check that out on YouTube and they'll give you specific tips on how to do some of these harder obstacles. So let's go into, Jeff, some general tips. If people are listening to this and thinking, yes, I want to do Spartan race. I've got six weeks to train, which isn't that long. I think yeah. ideally you have kind of eight to 12 really to fully prepare. But if someone says, yes, I want to do it today, and if you have a good you know, foundation of fitness, you could mm -hmm. certainly decide today that you're going to be in. What are some of the things that we can start doing? What are some of the things we've got to start thinking about? I think if, well, I think if you're going to sign up this close to the race, you, you definitely want to be able to, if you're doing the 10K, you definitely want to be able to try to do at least seven or maybe even 8K at a decent pace right now. Uh, if you're knowing you're just going to be starting running or if you ran years ago and you're thinking you can jump in and do the 10K, you got to be really careful. There's a high likelihood of injury if you're going to just ramp up the volume really quickly like that. So you want to try to make sure you can at least do 7K somewhat comfortably mm. right now and then maybe add 1K every week until race day. And then, yeah, that would be a good starting point. Because it's 10K, but then, of course, you have the obstacles as well that makes it harder. Right. I mean, there is no time limit, so some people are walking. It's not like you have to be running around the whole thing, especially if you're doing it like more for fun or more for the challenge rather than the competitive yeah. element. But I think, you know, you should be able to run 12 or 13K, just at a, an okay pace, yeah. Because, yep. again, you know, you don't have to go crazy on the day, right? And it, yeah. it is hard, right? Once you finish an obstacle, it's amazing how much it takes out of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't just burst into a full Absolutely. run after that, really. Yep, yep. It is tough. So, yeah, running is the first thing because you know essentially it is a, a run with obstacles in between so make mm -hmm. sure you're building up the miles any other tips Jeff any other things that our listeners might need to consider so I've got my trusty list here um, the next thing that you want to consider is your upper body strength mm. so we've only got what did we say six weeks now yeah. before the race so you definitely want to make sure that you have a decent amount of upper body strength rather than just you know that cardiovascular fitness you're going to be pulling your body weight up over things. You're going to be carrying heavy things for long distances. You want to make sure that you can do that in a fatigued state. So you're already going to be running maybe 5K, 6K, and then you got to climb a rope. It's like, holy crap, how am I going to do that? Mm -hmm. So if you're um, able to work on doing pull-ups, uh, that's a big plus. Or again, just get really good at doing burpees. I mean, that's honestly, it's, it's not cheating. It's, you know, you're not failing the race. It is part of doing the race. And a lot of people, very rarely do I hear about people going the entire race and hit, hitting every single obstacle. Mm. So, yeah. so yeah, burpees are definitely just a great exercise to improve your conditioning. There's a push-up in there, of course, right? So it's, right. you're kind of practicing your push-ups along the way. Pull-ups, of course, as yep. well are good. And I think to add to that, just anything that improves grip strength. Absolutely. So actually just hanging from a bar is a good one. Yep. Or farmers carries, uh, racked carries is another good one. So not yep. so much grip but really helps you get used to carrying things around. So you can bring two kettlebells in the racked position, yep. walk back and forth. We've started to incorporate this kind of stuff mm -hmm. into some mm -hmm. of our classes. Yeah. Farmers holds, one uh, suitcase holds. Yep. These kind of one exercises of my, that improve grip. One of my favorites grip. is uh, taking weight plates and then just holding mm. the weight plate. Not holding the center ring, but actually squeezing. It's called a pinch grip. Mm -hmm. And you can do pinch grip farmer's walks. So 
maybe start with the 5 kg if you're not don't, don't have very strong grip strength and work your way up to the 10 kg 15 kg and just work on really squeezing and you can do some farmer's walks with it like down across the room and back that's a great way to improve your grip strength and also like you said dead hangs mm. are another great way to do it the gr the pinch grip one is good because it gets you used to holding things in like an awkward way Correct. and that's yeah. basically what spartan's about they yeah. give you buckets to hold and you're kind of not quite sure how to carry mm. it and how mm -hmm. to hold it so getting used to these kind of things is definitely beneficial and will definitely help you out on the day probably a good time as well to mention that jeff will be running our team community workout on the 29th of December at Base Tong Law. So Jeff, do you want to put some of these tricky kind of Spartan-esque um, exercises in there? Absolutely, yeah, okay, we nice. can do that for nice. sure. So um, if you're going to the Spartan race, do join on the 29th of November. So the, uh, sorry, October? October, October sorry. Yeah, October, yeah. In a couple of weeks time uh, at Base Tong Law, 11.15 a.m. Check it out on the schedule. All right, Jeff, so we've got a few of the exercises that you should be practicing. Any other tips? Um, to add into the upper body strength, you do want to make sure you have good shoulder mobility. You're going to be doing a lot of hanging from bars, a lot of swinging, that sort of thing. So if you have tight shoulders and you really struggle with the dead hang position, that's something that you should work at as well. So doing horizontal pulls or some type of row mm. is a great way as well to help improve uh, the shoulder mobility in the back and also some type of lat stretches front delt stretch, pec stretch are going to be pretty important to improve shoulder mobility. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And yeah, even hanging from a bar is is, is good for that as yeah. well, right? Increased grip strength and improves shoulder mobility as well. <laughs> yeah. Something I'll add as well, Jeff, is there's a lot of technique points that are going to make it much easier for you. So it's all very well working on pull-ups and hanging from a bar, but actually there's quite a lot of technique mm. from d to do the monkey bars or the ring kind of monkey bars, which is quite tough. So for me, I mean, it's, it's better demonstrated in person. So again, come along to the 29th of October workout right. or ask us. But there's like a technique where you swing, you grab the next bar, and then you pull on the back bar mm. to bring your body weight back a little bit. Yeah. And that helps you to get momentum as you swing. Yeah. So you grab with your right, you pull with your left, your body comes back a little bit, and you get this real nice yeah, momentum. Yeah. Because if you're just hanging, then basically you just have to reach in front of you. And some yeah. people are like, I can't reach it, I can't reach it. That way it is almost impossible. Yeah. I, I like to look at two ways of doing it, the, the you know, slow methodical way that you're talking about. And then there's a little bit more of the advanced way where you just attack and just go, 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 keep that forward momentum. Both have their pluses and minuses. Grip strength is required more on the little bit of that tempo with the back swing. But if you do that attack, you can get that rhythm going. But the rings, it's hard to do that. The rings, the rings you actually, because yeah. you need the swing on yeah, the rings. That's a good point as well. I've seen five-year-olds do this because mm. they've got this natural ability to move, and they've done what you know bars that I know adults would find hard if they're right. not doing it correctly because yeah, they have yeah. that sort of monkey-esque swing yeah, through that, and so the, that's something to practice we do have bars at both locations based on law and base saturn so at the end or the beginning of the class you can practice that mm -hmm. and the coaches myself and jeff and the rest of the team will be happy to help with that as well Good another one technique wise is the uh, rope climb yeah yep. that's something and we do have a rope at song law as well so we can practice there any thoughts on that jeff is that something that you've practiced or done before um I've been pretty fortunate that I'm actually okay with the rope climb. I'm pretty good with pull-ups. So that is something that has helped me with the rope climb is, is being able to do pull-ups pretty efficiently. Do there you know is, the way to do it without, if you can't do one pull-up, how there, you can, there how you is can a, do it? There is a technique, yep. Uh, and it's learning how to use your feet. Mm. So you've really got to use a lot of legs and really learn how to like lock that foot in. Yeah. Hands, feet, hands, feet. And actually you're essentially 
doing a, a type of squat, yeah. which anybody can do a bodyweight squat. So you're kind of squatting your way up the rope. And there is technique. Again, YouTube is a great source. Mm. Google. It's yeah. difficult to explain. It is, yeah. It's, as long as you can just hold onto the rope and hold your body weight, then you're fine. You don't necessarily need to be able to pull yourself up. It's really quite clever, but you lift your feet up, you clamp the rope between your feet, and then you kind of push off the rope right. as you walk your hands up. Again, YouTube's probably a good source where we can show you in branch. Mm -hmm. But I've seen, again, <laughs> people that can't do one pull-up effectively do that. And yeah, I've also been people who are quite strong. There was one time at Spartan, it was soul destroying to watch. There was someone trying to make their way up and they were just trying to muscle their way up. Oh, they yeah. weren't using their legs at all. And you could see they were really struggling. They were putting their life and soul into Everything, it. Yeah. And they got right to the top and they just had a wild swing for the bow and they must have been like a <laughs> centimeter away. Just doing it in oh, the hardest possible man. way. And so yeah. they fell down onto the crash mat. They looked pretty dejected. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was painful I, to watch. I and then they had to go it. and do their burpees, of course. Right. But actually, just with a little bit of technique, if they just used their legs to push up, they, yeah. they would have been fine. Outside of training, Jeff, are yep. there any other tips that you can give people in terms of preparing? Um, I, think we, I think we really hit the main points with the training. I think the next big thing you would want to consider is your gear, mm. the, what you're going to okay. be wearing. Uh, during the race. And I think obviously one of the most important things is your shoes. Mm. Uh, obviously you don't want to be going in with your Converse, you know, flat shoes or anything like that. You are going to be running in dirt. You're going to be running in mud. So you're definitely going to want something with some grip, preferably mm. a trail running shoe. Yep. And uh, like we said earlier is you, you could be completely submerged in water. Likely, likely you will. I would give it a 99.9% .9 chance. You're going to be completely under submerged in water with your feet. You definitely want something that's going to wick away water pretty quickly. And to add to that, not just, you know, what shoes you're wearing, also the type of socks as well. If you're going to be wearing, you know, cheap socks, they're either A, going to rip a hole in them from running and, and doing the stuff, or you're going to want something that's not going to hold too much water. It can mm. also wick away the water. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with s socks, it's quite good to have the, um, you know, the, the, I can't remember what it's called now, the dry fit kind of tight, yeah. you know, because things are going to be scraping on your legs. So that's mm -hmm. not, a, not a bad one. You don't want to yeah. have like, you know, ankle high socks or anything with your legs yeah. exposed. That's so that a very good point. Always made it a little bit easier for It'll me. It'll make the rope climb better too. Yeah. Because as yeah. you're coming down from the rope climb, it's real easy to get rope burn on the legs and rope burn is not fun. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're pretty beaten up at the end of it, but that's, yeah. that's part of the fun, right? That's it part is, of the yeah. challenge. And there is this awesome feeling to have really tested yourself tested your body and your mind at the end of doing one mm. of these things I've never mm. spoken to someone at the end of a Spartan race that said oh I wish I hadn't have done that everyone yeah. feels great everyone feels pumped and life is pretty easy right day to day we're pretty comfortable sure. I think you know yeah, like yeah. Physically, we don't really do a lot. So to put ourselves outside our comfort zone, I think brings huge benefits. Uh -huh. uh, another one that I would recommend as well is, because the Spartan race is tough, is do something to really put yourself outside of your comfort zone. One way that you can do that, and this is something that I quite like to do, especially preparing for something like this, when it's pouring down with rain, mm. go for a 30 minute run. Yeah, Just get, to, get used to that. You mm. know, it's, it's tough, it's hard, but it's not gonna be as hard as the Spartan race probably on the day. Yeah. And hey, it might be raining on the day as well this is, yeah, and true. you'll you'll have to run anyway right you yep, have to do it you've flown will, down to boot camp you've got not, to do it anyway they will not postpone the race they will the not rain. yeah i think if there's lightning they will but okay okay for, for rain yeah you're going to be running anything else to sort of develop that mental fortitude a I, little bit anything else you can do to push yourself outside your comfort zone i think once a week you should if you're going to be training for spartan you should do something that pushes your limits uh, a little bit more than you're used to um, last week for me, it was 
running, doing a lot of heavy sled work, and then joining a base class mm. and telling myself I want to try to set two PBs today, and then I'm going to finish. Nice. I'm going to finish with a run. Ooh, took like me, it. it took me an hour, 45 minutes to do everything, but I ended up setting two PBs that day, and uh, it just felt really good when I was done. I'm not going to do that every day. You're just going to lead to an injury or, or you know, getting hurt or just overtraining. But I think once a week, it's really good to kind of push yourself, mm. have that go get them attitude. As much for the mental benefits as the physical, right? For like sure. I can push myself even when I'm feeling tired, even yep. when I'm struggling, I can still push myself hard. Exactly. Okay, I like it, I like it. In terms of nutrition, Jeff, is there anything that we should consider or that we should look at? I mean, I'll just give a little tip first. I, I want to drop a few kg because I know my ideal running weight sits at around 82 kg mm -hmm. and I'm sitting at about 84 and 85. And so for me, it, it's amazing the benefits I get from just dropping a few kg. For I start sure. to feel a little bit lighter. I feel like I'm at my prime weight. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm simply gonna be cutting my calories a little bit, maybe do a little bit of intermittent fasting, do, take my usual approach to lose a few kg. Is there anything else that we should perhaps consider nutritionally? Um, well, one thing, pretty much everybody can do pull-ups. They're just too fat. So losing a little bit of weight That's will, true, yeah. Helps certainly with the help you, yeah. Yeah, will certainly help you move your body weight around the obstacles. Um, but as far as uh, what I'm going to do for myself, unless uh, for, for 10K, you know, you can start focusing more on the performance side of nutrition. When you start exceeding 45 minutes of steady state or uh, focused effort, you can focus on, you know, increasing your carb intake. Definitely make sure you're getting enough protein. And then if you do want to work on losing weight, which certainly will help you in the race, uh, you know, I would focus more on the fat intake. Try to limit your fat. You know, so focus on healthy sources of fat to begin with, but again, try not to take in too much fat. That's the best way to cut your calories. Okay, nice. So any other final tips, Jeff, that we can leave the listeners with before six weeks to go? Anything I, else they need to think about? I think uh, if, if you're thinking about signing up, if you've never done something like this before, why not start now? I mean, just go for it. You know, just learn to change your mindset, have an athletic mindset that you can do it, have a go get them attitude. And, Honestly, the first step to doing anything is just showing up. So I think just show up, do what you got to do, and you can do that. I love it. All right, guys, if you've been listening to this and you want to join the Spartan race, now is the time to do it. Now is the time to commit. I'm here to help. Jeff's here to help. We've also got Matt Dakin joining as well, one of our coaches, and Y, and tons of clients. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We're definitely going to have a few beers afterwards in Phuket. So if you'd like to join, just drop us a DM saying I'm in or something like that, and we will add you to our line group. We're sharing tips there. We are planning out our training. Jeff's sent for a really good training plan to cover the time between now and when the race happens so do reach out do connect whether that's online or whether that's in person at base thank you guys for tuning in we're really excited for the spartan race it's great to have that goal to train for and to build up for and we hope to catch you soon at the studio thank you for joining guys take care see you guys have a good one